Hey, I'm Megan. And I'm Sharon. And welcome to The Breakup Dress. Each week, we will be delving into the fashion world, tackling the issues around fast fashion, education about sustainable fashion, and we want you to get involved as we share memories from our wardrobes. Hello, and welcome back. Uh, thank you so much for your great response. It's been amazing. Oh my God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, for listening and for subscribing, if you haven't subscribed, please do, because then that way you actually get notified every single time we drop an episode. And of course, our Instagram page, The Breakup Dress, do like, follow, get involved. And actually, we're going to share links to the, the topics we talk about as well. So you can have a little kind of read for yourself, because I think a lot of people have actually been asking questions about the stuff we've been talking about. They have actually, yeah. And we've had like people really interested, people sending their stories and their experience um with, you know, studying different articles on these topics. So it's been it's been great. It absolutely has. And I just want to address something that came up in episode one, which quite a lot of people had um, said to me again, was about the factory workers being forced onto contraception because they didn't want them to get pregnant. I found this really interesting article actually in the New York Times, which I will share on our Instagram page so you can have a read for yourself. Um, and this this woman fled basically to America and got away from those factories and said she had been imprisoned for 11 months. And she said that people were subjected to torture oh. and forced sterilization. For sterilization, that means not even able, like that's like making you never be able to have babies. And I was like, that is just bananas. And obviously such a human rights issue there. But um, there is that article there. And uh, what I said, I will share it there on the Instagram page so you can take a read through yourself. But it's just, it's absolutely horrendous to think in this day and age, women And this is this, this time that we're in, like, isn't it? It's just, uh, it's just, it's so heartbreaking, like to be, whatever I've been put on contraception, but to have your actual like rights taken away from you and to be told you just can't have children full stop. I mean, it's, uh, yeah. it's like, it's mind boggling. And it's, you know, the fact that these factories are still going. Yeah, absolutely. I can't get over that. Like uh, crazy information. I just and hope, I, mean, I hope that it's not happening now. Oh, that's the problem. Hopefully we can, we'll be part of the, the revolution that can make this stop. But I know that from episode two, we spoke about microplastics and you actually got some really cool information in. Yeah, I did. Actually, uh, my friend Sarah, she is amazing and she just did her thesis on microplastics. So she just sent me some information, which I thought was really interesting. So she said that textiles now consist of synthetic man-made man materials, nylon, polyester, acrylic, polypropylene, all of which are derived from plastic. A study showed annual production of synthetic textile materials increased from 2.1 million tons in 1950 to approximately 50 million tons in 2010. Continual abrasion of synthetic fibers via the washing of clothes results in the release to drainage networks with wastewater treatment plant, where they then accumulate in the environment. It's estimated that 1,900 fibers per garment are released in a single wash with a 2018 study showing that a polyester fleece, which is your nice, cheap, you know, fast fashion stuff you usually yeah. get, can shed up to 7,360 fibres per litre per one wash. Oh one God. wash. I know. Polyester has the greatest release of microfibres with a typical five kilogram wash discharging over six million fibres. Acrylic fibres show a similar release of over 700,000 fibres per wash. 700,000. Their, their microscopic composition means they are essentially trapped in the waste fraction of the wastewater treatment system, i.e. sludge, which is typically used for fertilizer on land. And therefore, these microplastics and fibers end up entering the environment 
with fibres detected in soil samples up to 15 years after their initial application. 15 years. And that's not even how long they will stay there after that. This, this will be hundreds of years. In Ireland, fibres make up the majority, 76% of the microplastics found in the sludge. This trend is also seen elsewhere in Europe. The second largest source of microplastic to rivers is from textiles. These microplastics can persist for hundreds of years. Oh, we are just fucking up the planet, aren't we? Oh my God, we're just messing up so much. But oh my God, thank you so much, Sarah, for sending that into us because I uh, like... It, oh. Jeez, it's like the tip of the iceberg here with all the microplastics. And of course, like that challenge I set of like going through just one drawer just to see, like it's, I'm not saying throw out all your clothes, but I'm just like, it's just a good way to maybe become aware of what microplastics you actually have in your everyday wardrobe. It's just, it's absolutely bonkers. But as I said, do keep them coming in. Our Instagram page is The Break of Dress. So do get involved with the conversations each week if we say something and you want to tell us something you know, like we love hearing more because it's great to just educate and kind of, I think, share insight. But... The weeks that were, I was, I would say the week that was, but I think we have to not spill the beans here, but just maybe let you know that we did pre-record episode one and two a little bit earlier because we kind of, I guess it was our first time doing a podcast together. We wanted to kind of find our feet and see what we liked and what worked for us. So Sharon and I have been kind of working on this for a while now. And then we actually decided after episode one came out that we're like, you know what? We had an episode three recorded and then we decided, no, we're just going to scrap that and we're going to yeah. do this as, as close to real time as possible because we actually found that after episode one, when we, so many of you got in touch, it was like, okay, right, no, let's just, let's do this now. We've, we've got it. We know what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah, totally. No, it's been so fun. And even getting the stories in, like, it's great. It's, you know, it's nice to have that little community and, you know, people telling us their stories and sharing your memories with us. Like, it's really heartwarming and yeah, just so much fun. I'm so excited to hear the songs you haven't told me yet. So I'm going to hear it soon. But the week that was said and what we've get up to lately, I actually had to write down some of the things I've been up to in the last while since the episode two went out because there's been quite a lot. I mean, I had electric picnic, I had Nicola's wedding, I had a digital business event, I had the ploughing championships. We went to Cork and um, cycled the Limerick Greenway. Um, I'm back on RT today, which is um, the show with um, that's on down in Cork. And it's like the midday kind of daytime show on RT and um, absolutely love it. So happy to be back on live TV. And um, I just want to say as well that uh, EP and uh, the ploughing championships are obviously on in County Leash and Honestly, that is like a hidden treasure in Ireland. I am like fascinated now by County Leash and shout out to the girls down there. Like I've been staying in Dee's house and I've been uh, getting to see there. I'm like, oh my God, the farmland, the farms in County Leash. Oh my God. I, you know how excited Did you not I find a leash man? No, I didn't actually, but I, I'll, I'll have to stay on the hunt. I'll have to like, um, I did actually kind of go on a bit off topic, but I did um, download Tinder because Someone said oh. to me, one of the girls saying that she finds it way better than the rest of the app. So I said, you know what? I'll give it a go. Now, so far, I have not gone on any dates. But um, yeah, maybe I just need, next time I go to Leash, I'll just need to sit there because I think doesn't Tinder go by your actual location? You can't change it. It's where you yeah. are. So I need to, so, I need yeah. to get back to Leash and just sit there in a field and let my... That's where it's all happening, down. is it? Maybe yeah, I'm Midlands, I'm telling you. If I'm going on those <laughs> coastlines, Midlands, all the way. So anyways, that's pretty much in a very... Uh, long nutshell what I've been up to the last few weeks and um, so it's just been chock a block but it's been great you've been up to a lot so well, up down round that's why I'm actually in my house coat now and still in my pajamas and I brushed my hair because I am quite tired and I was like oh do you know what I'm gonna have a lazy morning and just take it kind of slowly 
Well, why not? When you can, why not? Well, I am actually, I've been in work since I'd say seven o'clock this morning. I am releasing my collection next week. <laughs> I've seen this collection and it's class, but oh. yeah. What can you share this time? Because you've been kind of teasing us about the collection, but what can you finally tell us? Yeah, so I can describe more about my collection now. Um, as I've kind of mentioned to you before, you know, sometimes you start off with an initial idea and you go ahead with it and it doesn't work out. So, you know, it all kind of comes together at the end. But basically what I based it on was my dreams. So during the summer, I had been having a few crazy dreams and I was trying to come up with like inspiration for my new collection. I just thought, God, it would be a bit of crack if I decided to illustrate what I had dreamt from the night before. So I got like a huge A2 um, piece of um, paper and I just started drawing every single day and I came up with this like black and white, um, essentially dream diary. And I decided that I was going to print it on fabric. I got it printed in Donegal. It's um, organic cotton drill and they don't use any chemicals or anything in the printing process. They don't use any water, which is amazing. so that print is pretty wild, but I think it's really cool. I'm very excited to launch. And I also have used wool from Kerry, her favorite place. Nice. And, Hello, Kerry. <laughs> <laughs> and Donegal tweeds. So, yeah, I just wanted to use as many, um, you know, Irish sourced fabrics as I could. You know, everything will be um, made to order. Also, there'll be pieces in. I have a shop and curated by Greens as well. So you can get pieces in there. Um, and also from this, I was so inspired by it. I was like, you know, every day I woke up, I was like, oh my God, I need to remember that dream. Cause you know yourself, once you wake up within five minutes, it's gone. So I didn't have a notebook that I could kind of jot things down. So it just kind of came to me and I was like, I'm going to make my own notebook. So oh, I have I designed and yeah, and got it made in Cork uh, by Badly Made Books. And yeah, so I have a little dream diaries that will be for sale too. They're a hundred percent recycled. So yeah all about it I'm very excited oh I know it is it's absolutely amazing so it's it's just so cool but I it's funny the dreams like I just I've I've always got such mad dreams I don't know what it is I've like I'm so I don't know what like not even bad dreams like or like sad dreams sometimes really realistic usually dream about like an ex or someone that I like kind of was in my life and I'm like waking up then going why are you in my head I'm like what are you trying to do there but it's just yeah it's mad you're normal at least you dream about someone you were with or, you know, whatever. Like I could dream about someone from like 15 years ago that I didn't even fancy. And I'm like, I wake up and I'm like, why did I, why did I dream of them? Do you know, your well, mind you ever, is such a funny thing. Yeah. Do you ever get with someone in your dreams that you've like, you haven't been with and then suddenly you wake up and you're like, oh my God. And then you're oh, kind yeah. of, you see them and you're like, oh God, if you only knew what happened in my dream, you would yeah. like, you, oh, you can't God. look at them the same way. <laughs> because you're like oh my god oh my god yeah. that was just so mad I always wonder yeah. what that's about I'm like does that mean you're meant to be with them or does it mean no or meant to just create a really not. awkward <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it just makes you feel so awkward like oh god did I have I'm kind of jealous of your dreams dream? though you you always have um, really good detailed dreams whereas mine are fragmented like I will have and I will have dreams where I kind of like I'll only remember a certain aspect of it and it's like I go to a different place do you know what I mean? It's never fully formed. I'm like, that really annoys me. I'd love to be able to develop that more. 
No, because that's why I get the absolute fear after being on night out because I dream about everyone I meet and then I'm like, I've said all these things to them and then I have to like get on to Anya and I'm like, um, do you know we saw that person and uh, what did I say? I said, did I say a load of things to them? And she's like, no, you said hello and walked like, but you said hello to each other and stayed going. And I'm like, oh, okay. And she's like, okay. where do you get this from? And I'm like, I don't know. It's like, it's just my mind just goes, hey, let's play with you and let's give you such bad anxiety and fear. And then I'm like, it just, I can't differentiate then between real life and my dreams. Okay, I'm glad I don't have that. Okay, maybe I take it back. Um, but yeah, aside from that, then I I had a good few things happen. I had a shoot in Cork that went really well, and then I had my little nephew's christening, Freddie, uh, oh, which was adult. incredible. Oh God, he's the cutest thing. He's the cutest thing. He's a tank. He's so cute. He's he an actual cute tank. Cutest baby. He's four months old, and he's he could honestly pass for an early one year old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's class. I oh, he's so adorable. That's all my crack, really. I'm sure a lot of other things happened in between, but we'll move on. Any dates? No. Let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, oh my God, I feel like I've been having this conversation with quite a lot of people in the last week or so, and I guess there's just more and more coming out. We already knew about it, how bad it was, but the revelations coming out are even worse than you can imagine. I am, of course, talking about Shane or Sheehan or whatever bloody hell you call it. Oh, it's my God. The worst like of the, the worst. St- the stuff that came out this week, I just can't get over it. Honestly, it's it's actually getting quite frightening. And I found um, this article from thecut.com. So I'm just going to share some of the stats that I found and just to kind of let people know what's going on. So they roughly make $556 per month, which literally works out at like, around between five and six hundred euro a mark per month that for that they have to make at least 500 pieces of clothing per day first month's pay is withheld from them so no pay at all for the first month working up to 18 hours per day and um, given one day off a month one day off a month women have been seen like washing their hair during their lunch breaks because they actually aren't getting home to shower and clean themselves and then workers were penalised two-thirds of their daily wage if they made a mistake on an item of clothing. I mean, that's just only the tip of the iceberg about some of the conditions that these people are working in in those factories. I just um like bamboozled because it's horrific. Like, it's absolutely horrific. Like, that would make you get sick. And the fact that it's opened up in Dublin the other day. Yeah, but that's been met now with quite a bit of backlash, which I, I think is it's good to see people are actually standing up to this now and saying, wait a second, no, we don't want this. And I've seen a lot of prominent people as well um, and people that like, I guess, work in possibly like the fashion or the influencer industry. And they're all saying like, what the hell? Like, why is this happening? Um, so I'm glad to see that because I think sometimes we think it can be easy to kind of fall into the trap of getting invited somewhere and, and getting maybe offered freebies and then thinking, OK, I'll go. But I think actually now this people are really starting to, I think, wise up to these this stuff yeah. that's going on and are actually I think starting to realize that okay hold on a second this isn't right yeah oh my god absolutely like I I don't even know like I know Sheen 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 whatever way you pronounce yeah. it Sheen Sheen um but like I know it's it's based in China uh I've obviously I've never ordered anything from it but I wonder is the delivery thing you know you were you had brought this up before how you can have next day delivery and all that does that like apply with them then as well like how does that all work I don't know, but I just know that their clothes are like tack, like yeah, but so cheap. They're just so cheap yeah. that I kind of wonder. Well, I'm like, how can you? If you sell stuff for that cheap, you have to wonder like where 
how it's been coming. It's mass produced. And these people are just like living in these. I know I've said it before and I'll probably be like a broken record after a while. But like if you could visualize the person that makes the piece of clothing that you've ordered, like would you actually buy that piece of clothing? Probably not. But that's how they can afford it. So they're taking they're taking a percentage off these people if it's not done right. Sure, obviously they're probably looking. You know what I mean? They're probably penalizing everybody. Do you know? And you know what? Actually, like it's it's so gas as well. But I think after all this has happened and they've kind of opened up, do you know what I mean? In different places. I actually read this the other day and I just thought that this was so funny and so contradictory. They were like, oh, that they're launching a resale program, which they announced on the same day of Channel 4's documentary release. They decided to launch a resale app called Sheen Exchange to influence and promote mindful consumption among its customers. Mindful consumption. (laughs) Mindful consumption after, like, honestly, like, do they think people are stupid? But if you're buying the clothes for next to nothing, what are you exactly exchanging them? Like, what, what are you selling them for? Like, you can't sell, you can hardly sell them for the same price if you've worn them. Yeah. Like, I, that just makes no sense. And I, I there's an awful <laughs> lot of greenwashing going on in, in a lot of a lot of brands right now where they're trying to do this whole exchanging and setting up these, like, secondhand stores. Like, well, you're not making the clothes good enough to be, to sell on. Like, you're not, like, what are you doing to make them last long and actually someone said to me about listening to episode one actually a guy one of our shout out to our boy listeners because you know this is also for guys as well it's not just for girls um yeah and he was saying that it made him think he was like you know he has he said he was have, has like um like a few like suits that are like good and think spent money on and like you know actually invested in and he was like you know i actually really look after them and i love them but you know don't get to wear suits all the time because like you know where do, when do you wear suits unless you're in a that kind of environment but i know i think he he was saying then that his other clothes then would be kind of i guess cheap clothes because there's not as much options out there. And he's like, yeah, he just get, they get to a stage where he wear, no, does wear them so much. But he was like, afterwards, they just kind of, they can't even go to a charity shop, he said, because they're literally falling apart and they've lost all their shape. And he was like, you know, he'd nearly be embarrassed to hand them in somewhere. So then they just have to go into a recycling centre because they're not good enough to do anything with. And I was, and it just, he said it made him think as well. And I was like, well, that's it. Yeah. Like, you need to think about where this stuff is going to go and end up. And isn't it so mad how I just, what you were saying about the whole suit thing, like, Back in Ireland, like a few hundred years ago, it, very much what you said about women having their Sunday best or whatever, that the men would actually have like two or three suits, you know, one for the church. They would actually wear their suit when they were farming. Yeah, that was a, that was a, the farm. Yeah, the outdoor suit. Isn't that mad? Do you know, they dress so, cool. so well all so the time. Yeah, yeah it was always, ta- yeah, it was lovely tailored suits and like probably really good wool as well. So it was like, would warm, like the waistcoats and everything. Like, I just think, I love a suit. I literally use a lad in a suit now and I'm like, oh, stop. I know. Oh my God, there I needs know. to be more lads on your date naps. The, the suit photos, put up the suit. <laughs> more suits. <laughs> Show us the suits, we want to see the suits. Um, but come here, I know that's only, as I said, that's just some of the stuff that I came across, but I know you came across something actually that's also just as scary and horrendous in terms of sheen and their clothes. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I like obviously had been like keeping up to date with all of this. And I was like looking at everything that was coming out from, you know, like influencers that I follow in this space and, you know, different news articles. But I came across an article from CBC News Canada and they study the levels of chemicals that are in these clothes. Right. And scientists found that a jacket for toddlers that was purchased from Chin in contained almost 20 times the amount of lead that the Health Canada says is safe for children. So like (gasps) lead can cause damaging effects to the brain, heart, kidneys, and reproductive system. Children and pregnant people are the most vulnerable. And like, it is literally hazardous waste. Oh my God, because 
Jesus, look, I know people have babies and the kids are growing at an astronomical rate and they yeah. are like struggling to keep them in clothes. And I'm sure like, yeah. look, and there's people out there who are probably struggling with money and finances and probably find, think it's easier to jump online and just order 20 baby grows of different sizes and colours. But like, Jesus, I think, like if you, I'm sure, like if anyone knew about chemicals and clothes, they wouldn't purchase them. But oh my God, no. I just actually can't believe that. I'm like, can you imagine ordering all these clothes and not knowing that maybe... Uh, like you're not knowing what's in them the but people people don't that's the thing like I, like I read on further and they said that other article articles of clothing contained elevated levels of phthalates and these are a group of chemicals that are used to make the plastic more flexible and these phthalates have been found in a children's tutu dress from Sheen and then from a separate retailer AliExpress they found a children's dress you know featuring Elsa from Frozen had these chemicals in it too and you just think with children like they're constantly putting things into their mouths like they're they're chewing on their clothes. Like if you get a bib or whatever with these chemicals in it, like it's the last thing that you think of, but like it is happening. Christ, never thought of that. Yeah, kids do. They love eating, especially. And then I'm thinking like the whole frozen thing. She's frozen. Every little, every child has a frozen dress or costume and every child wants to dress like Elsa. Christ, that is just like, I just can't even imagine. Oh my God. I'm like, we're like, that's just so tough because it's your baby and it's like your your world and a, and you just obviously want to do everything in your power to protect them and shield them. And, Absolutely. You know, oh my god, that's just I mm, that oh kind of makes me feel yeah. sick. Like really, really does. I was just, you know, baffled by this this week, like all of this coming out. And, you know, we already know this stuff, but I think when you have another documentary that comes out or, you know, someone else that goes undercover again and it just brings it all up to the surface, you know, it's so easy to kind of put it to the back of your mind. Then it comes out again. You're like, oh, my God, this is just terrible. Yeah, I'm absolutely. I just actually came across another thing here from uh, I have to give a shout out to this Instagram page because it's it's class. It's Remake Our World. They share so much stuff about all of this that's just mentioned. And it's funny, I just clicked on it and one of their articles is about what you just said for the CBC market. But uh, they said that uh, the report found that Sheehan also has no sustainability or worker rights commitments to speak of, which we have addressed. Its makers are toiling toxic 12 hour days for a company that um, some estimate is turning out 15 billion, 15 billion in sales. Um, and they have a full assessment in their remake accountability report that's linked in their bio. So I would head over. I said remake our world and they have loads of great educational stuff and information on all the stuff that you've just mentioned. I'm like thinking in. So like, for example, obviously we don't have kids. Um, but if you're a parent and you do want to buy, what, what's the best like material? Like is it like a cotton baby girl uh, or what's? Yeah, all natural fiber. So like cotton, linen, hemp like anything that is just natural you know nothing synthetic nothing that's man-made um so it can be like it is it is working itself to go out there and look for it and then obviously the price will be a little bit higher but it's just the commitment to looking after it more you know and deciding that you're gonna maybe keep this for the rest of your children that come along and yeah you know what's that what's that thing that parents love for kids is it a muslin cloth yes what's that's like a is that just a cloth for a spit? <laughs> like, uh, no, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, you know, if you're like feeding, because I've obviously learned all of this now, you know, if you're feeding a baby a bottle, <laughs> so I didn't have a thing. you know, if you're feeding the baby a bottle and like obviously the milk kind of goes underneath their chin and you know the way they're really cute, they have the little oh, chubby, yeah. you know, the little cheeks or whatever. But, uh, you know, if milk gets caught down there, like, you know, they'll get like kind of a rash. So you have to put the cloth, you know, underneath their chin while you're feeding so you can kind of wipe away the milk so it doesn't get caught in their little folds. <laughs> Oh, she's mad at you. That's so cute. Oh, 
Well, yeah. there you have it. That's, that's I think, the, the reports on Sheen. As we said, we will share those links that we have as well up on our Instagram page, The Breakup yeah. Dress. So if you want to take a read for yourself and just kind of learn more about it, I think it's important that people learn and, and just get to know, get to, like find out for yourself as well and do the digging. As I mentioned, yeah. look, we know money is is a huge issue for everyone. Look, we've all we've all been there. Like, it's not... I, not exactly rolling in the cash myself. Mm-hmm. So I like, understand that it's not always easy to go out and like, we're not saying you have to go out and buy expensive clothes, but just maybe do, as I said, do a little bit of research and see what is mm-hmm. out there. Like, and as I said, the charity shops, like that's where I get most of my clothes nowadays. And you can't like, I love if I see something that's like hundred percent cotton or like, you know, something that, you know, is a nice, good material. I'm like, geez, that's great. Just like take that home mm-hmm. and wash it. And then that's mine. And um, so do kind of just, just do a little shop around and see what's out there. And you know, kind of get more conscious maybe about what you're wearing and what you're what you're putting on your own yeah. skin. And also if if there's anything that we've left out or you think that might be, you know, useful to us, like just send us a message as well. We always love hearing from you. Okay, so it's time for our memories. Now, you've been teasing me about this story that you've got that someone sent in to you and you're like, I'll tell you. And you're like, no, I won't tell you. I won't tell you. So I haven't heard this yet. So I don't know what's coming and I'm excited to find out <laughs> this what's is fucking going gas. on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait for it. So, hi guys. Loving the pod. So, I was out in town a few years back. Couldn't get a lift home, so I went back to a friend's house. I went to sleep on the couch and when I woke up the next morning in a strange room, I began to get the fear which was made 10 times worse after noticing my yellow play suit from the night before was on the ground and I was wearing someone else's PJs. I could hear the people chatting in another room, so I made my way there and much to my horror was confronted with the whole family. They proceeded to tell me that I had slept walked to the mum and dad's room and hopped into <gasps> bed beside them. No. Let's, just, let's just say that I'm not a placid sleeper and I'm well inclined to roll around, spoon, and even throw the leg over. Oh, safe, safe to say they both left the room and left the whole bed to me. What's even worse is my mum, who was pissed I didn't come home the night before, left me a good two hours before picking me up. I will never, <laughs> ever forget that yellow play suit. And every time I look at it, I think back to that night. Oh, my <laughs> God. Do you know what? You hear these kind of stories, but you never think you're actually like real imagine sleeping into sleepwalking into like someone else's parents room oh my god I have to say I'm just going to say thank god touch wood I'm not a sleepwalker oh yeah oh my god God. I I don't think I've ever I I know I've heard some horrendous sleeping stories involving like accidental uh, thinking it's a toilet and it's not and this is actually experience that happened to my own mother on a she was on like a college tour my mom went back as a mature student and they were in Paris and she, my mom doesn't drink or anything, but like, bear in mind, all the students that were there were like 18, 19, like they were, you know, literally finished their leaving cert and were like young students. And mom was obviously a woman in her 40s at the time with, uh, with like two kids. And she woke up middle night to find one of the girls sitting over her bag having a wee. <gasps> and mom was like, oh my God, what are you doing? And then she's like, in the toilet. And mom's like, that's not the toilet, that's my bag. So that's your mother's bag, not even hers. Oh my mom, God. Mom's bag of clothes. And mom said she had to, uh, send all her the bag to like a laundress there in Paris and she'd wear the same clothes for the like the next day or two because sure she'd nothing because your one had urinated on everything oh my god I'd be so pissed 
Excuse the pun. I think she got home and I think she just dumped, she had like not obviously and dumped them, but she got rid of like she, I think she sent them all like the, she never wore those clothes again because she said she just couldn't get the memory out of her head. But yeah, I suppose you wouldn't. Do you know what I mean? You'd just be thinking about it. That is hilarious. That is fucking brilliant. I'm trying to think of I any, um, so like, like, I don't think I've actually, no, I don't think I've never slept walk. Like, like done that, and I've I'm trying to think of ever woken up in someone's clothes that I haven't done. I don't think I've done that either. Oh but God, I I'm just I actually feel really yeah. <laughs> Go over it. Oh my God! So I was at picnic a few years ago. Actually, I don't think you were oh. there with us at that time. No, I know. I, know the story. I know. I actually hate this story, but I just think it's funny, so I don't really care. I'm just gonna say it anyway. Um, we, I was, we were out or whatever, and then we went back, obviously a night out, and you know we've been out for the whole day, obviously slept and disorientated when we woke up. So I was with someone I was dating at the time, and I, you know the first thing you wake up after a festival, you're like, I need to brush my teeth. I don't care what well, I do. I don't care yeah. how I look. I just need to brush my teeth. They're like, hey, so anyway, hey, yeah, exactly, like. But anyway, got up and I was like, Grant, I need to go brush my teeth, whatever. And I remember at the time, you know, everyone was wearing those zip ups from pennies. They were like the different colors you could get. And I think I had like a blue one. Obviously, that's when I shopped there or whatever. But I had the blue zip up. And I remember I was wearing it and I had wore like, you know, like uh, sheer tights and then like hot pants. So I was fine. Woke up, didn't even think, you know, I thought I was still completely in my outfit from the night before. So anyway, I was walking, he was walking ahead of me. I was walking behind and I kind of was like, why, why are loads of people staring at me? This is very strange, you know? And I kind of noticed it was really cold, especially around my bottom area. So anyway, <laughs> and I mean halfway on the way to the sink, right? I looked down, I didn't have my hot pants on. So I just had my, <laughs> and my tights. And I mean, I like- roared, completely see-through, completely. I may as well have been walking with no tights on. And I remember the people were just starting to laugh. So I ran back to the tent. The group of lads that were with us had all seen me like that and all had the best laugh ever. I was mortified. So I always remember that hoodie now because it was the only bloody thing I had on me. <laughs> I remember that story. I remember you came back telling it and it's fair, you were you were fairly mortified. But remember one of the girls that was there was telling, she was laughing. She was like, the lads were having a great time. Oh my god. Oh. And just thank God this was pre like, you know, I think obviously we had phones at the time, but it wasn't, you know, not everyone wasn't recording everything because I definitely would have been that girl walking around <laughs> at picnic. Actually, now you just reminded me actually, do you remember the body and soul we all went to? The last one I think it was winter where we bloody camped on the hill. Yes. Oh, uh, anyways, I derived like, a purple oh. cat suit. Yeah, we did a very bad in our part. We just camped in a really bad spot. But yeah. um, I had the purple uh, purple cat suit. And I remember then, like, it was really cool. It was going to be so much fun. It'd be really cool in the forest at that night. And then I remember going um, around the place. And then suddenly, I think it was one of the girls said to me, or one of the lads, it was a big gang of us, they're like, um, your cat suit's like completely, like the arse of it had burst open. And I was like, so what? <laughs> and I put my hand back and I was like, oh my God! It had completely just split. And I was like, no, because I remember like that festival, I only brought three outfits because like I'm not bringing like loads of crap that I'm not going to wear. I was like, I'm just, and I planned my three outfits. So that was my Friday outfit. <clears throat> so then I remember like we were all inside the tent and I was like, what will I do? And I happened to have a pair of denim hot pants. So I just had to wear them over it. I think I shared that photo recently because I came up with a memory and I was like, the outfit was rotten. I was like, the purple cat suit with the denim shorts out over it. It just looked stupid. Um, but yeah, I think I just partied that night and just forgot about it. And I'm, yeah, I remember then I brought them home. And again, they're probably only cheap things. So I, sure, I couldn't do anything with them because they'd arse split open. 
But see, if oh, it splits there that. anyway, it's not on a seam. So you, you can't, regardless of what it is, you can't really fix it unless you patch it up. Do you know what I mean? I've actually had a lot of air spitting now that I think about it. Now, what do you be so up I, to? I, <laughs> Having me outside Crow Park when I was working for TG Catter one time and then I had Stop. to put a jacket. Yeah, I had to put a jacket across my waist because I, my arse was completely open. So I couldn't, couldn't go anywhere. It was after the lady, like a Pelnamon final and she, the flans were coming out and I was working. So I was interviewing people and I just had to put my jacket tied around my waist and it just looked, I just, again, it just looked <laughs> ridiculous. But there's nothing I could do. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, I love maybe it. I just, maybe, maybe I need to get clothes that actually fit my arse. Might be. Ah, stop! Idea. You're going on like if you don't even have a mask for arse. Stop. No, it's just not in proportion to the rest of my body, and then I clearly am still wearing clothes that don't fit it. Ah, oh, that's been oh, sustainable. Well. That's been sustainable. That, yeah, that's true. Going around my flashing my backside, <laughs> everyone. Showing my duck hairs. Um, but anyways, oh my god, I'm just thinking about that yellow place. I feel like I know who this is, and I think I remember the place suit as well. I'm not going to say any names though. No, that another be, person. Yeah, it's all anonymous. I'm not telling you. I, think I, do. <laughs> I think I do, and I think I know the police suit. But anyways, yeah. do get in touch with us. We want to hear your memories. It can be cringe. It can be funny. It can be cute. It can be sad. It can be romantic. I mean, anything at all. Get in touch with us on our Instagram page at the breakup dress, and uh, yeah, we'd love to hear them. Like, I, I just this yes. is actually my favorite part of the podcast. Yeah, it really is mine too. We're getting such great stories and we're having such a laugh reading them. And obviously, anything you send in will be anonymous unless you want us to say your name. Um, but yeah, please get in contact. And I'm already excited for next week. Yes, Woo. thank you so much. We'll see you soon. Slon. Slon, bye.